I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm so sorry. I can't even be me. I'm just... I am Scarlett Patterson. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. Guys, I think we've spent the vast majority of this year struggling to come to terms with various new normals and I just wanted to spread a tiny bit of positivity. No matter what we have faced this year, whether it be isolations, lockdowns, stresses, being separated from the people you love, fighting this horrible virus, we have managed to overcome it every single time. So... Just remember that no matter what this year has faced us with, we've always come out swinging. So yeah, I think we should take that into consideration and I think you should all give yourselves a real pat on the back. (sighs) Enough seriousness, enough, that is enough. So this week, um, I haven't got a guest. Instead, I've got a Secret 2 special up my sleeve and I'll be looking back at some of my favourite moments from the podcast in 2020. Looking back, reminded me that 2020 actually wasn't all about ugly crying into a bottle of Pinot. Although you'd be forgiven for thinking I did a lot of that, because I fucking did. <laughs> I mean, I got to chat to Peter Andre for 45 minutes straight. That's, that's a good year, in my opinion. It's a good year, in most people's opinion, surely. <laughs> the podcast started all those many months ago. Do you know I've had 30 episodes? 30 episodes in a year. That's no mean feat. I'm pretty proud of myself. But it started off as a secret to surviving isolation way back in May. And it kind of developed into talking about the secret to all sorts of things. And through all of my lovely guests, I have learned so much and picked up so many little nuggets of wisdom. I mean, what have we had surviving a bad breakup with Gabby Dawn Allen, building a business on social media with Aaron Kraskell, loads of mental health stuff with people like Frankie Bridge and Andrea McLean. It's just been phenomenal. I wanted in this episode to look back on some of my favourite moments of the year, some of the best little nuggets of wisdom that my guests have divulged. So yeah, without further ado, here is my 2020 roundup. So I am starting my 2020 roundup with the one and only Giovanna Fletcher. I mean, way back when I interviewed her, she was merely just an author and a podcaster and a mummy. And very successful. And she'd spoken to, uh, to Kate Middleton. So maybe Mielly's not the right word. She's always been smashing it. But of course now she is our queen of the jungle. And I was rooting for her from the very start. How could you not? 
Oh God, she's such a girl crush of mine. I know I say that a lot, but I think she may be the original. She is kind and brave and strong and supportive of others and just the most genuine woman I know. Brilliant mom, wonderful person, fantastic wife. Nah, she's fucking goals. And I am so glad that the nation fell in love with her. And as we saw on the telly, She's the tonic that we all needed in a time of crisis. So I managed to speak to Giovanna during lockdown and she was so good at finding positives in 2020. Giovanna helped us see that 2020 wasn't all bad and that was specifically what I needed at that time. She was full of the joys of spring about getting to catch up with our friends more regularly on Zoom, spending quality time with our lovely fella Tom and having some one-on-one -on -one time with our kids. You can't help but smile when you hear our voice. She's like a little hug for the soul. <laughs> so if you are feeling a little bit down in the dumps, then take a few moments to listen to the dulcet tones of our new queen, Giovanna Fletcher. We should be accepting however anybody is choosing to get through this. Whatever works for you, isn't it? Yeah, because I think there's also other element of, you know, when people start taking the mickey out of certain things, and you're like, oh, I do that. I've heard this thing um, the other day on a podcast that I was listening to where someone was like, you know, and everyone's on Zoom doing their quizzes. I'm like, Zoom quizzes are getting me through. <laughs> I'm seeing my friends more now than I ever have. Like, people, like friends who have kids. We're getting together on Zoom. Our kids aren't there because it's in the evening. We're having a drink. We're having a laugh. Something that we wouldn't have been able to do before without all the pressures of finding a babysitter, finding somewhere to go, getting somewhere too loud where we couldn't hear each other. I'm, I'm loving social life in lockdown. I, it's much better. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Giovanna Fletcher, better social life in lockdown. <laughs> Bless you. I do get it. It must be really difficult with kids to have a semblance of a normal social life outside of lockdown anyway. Yeah. Like we had our um, anniversary this week and we had steak and chips, had some wine and sat and watched Dead to Me because we just finished that series on Netflix, which is amazing. But then we were suddenly like, it's on me to do. this isn't actually that dissimilar to what we would be doing anyway. Like, it probably is the same. I probably would have put on a nice dress if we weren't in lockdown, but, you know, it was a bit like, well. Um, so, yeah, so I think usually it's made us realise how much our lives evolve around us being at home. I think yeah. for us, the added pressure is our kids being here as well yeah. all the time and of having course. to do this homeschooling and things like that. So, um, yeah, socially, honestly, I'm 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 loving this because there's just nothing fine. you've just sit down there's no prep nothing no. you know you just sit down turn on like press a link and there's your mates you are of course married to the lovely Tom Fletcher um mm -hmm. who I mean I don't want to say I'm I'm looking at him with rose tinted glasses on but I imagine he's just a peach to be in isolation with no <laughs> He is in terms of, well, no, he is. I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to, yes, he absolutely is. Um, uh, so with the kids, especially, like, there's that thing of we are 50-50. There's no way either of us can do what we do without that. And we have very set roles. And he's not selfish at all in terms of what his contribution is in that. Yeah, I would say the only thing is our workloads in the evenings mean that we don't have that much time to kind of just, you know, all that couple time that you see other yeah. people having on, you know, social, that's not, that's not us. But I'm, I do feel really lucky because we don't argue and we've been together for so long and known each other for so long. We've known each other now for 22 years. 
So, Jesus you know, Christ. Yeah, so he knows if I'm a bit grumpy, it doesn't really mean anything. Like, you know, he knows if I'm a bit silent, I'm probably just having a little bit of a reflective time. Like, mm. he knows it's nothing. I don't, neither of us feel like we have to be a certain way to keep the other one engaged or you know (laughs) yeah the honeymoon period is well and truly over (laughs) yes and you know what I hope that during lockdown everyone sees the benefits of being comfortable with another person because we're all told that being comfortable there's this negative thing that comes with being comfortable comfortable is amazing like not feeling like you have to look a certain way be a certain way that you can sit in your emotions and not feel like I can't show them this grumpy side there's so much good in that rather than having to put like portray this image that you're kind of then constantly trying to catch up with say it louder for the people in the back g like (laughs) yes i couldn't agree with you more so for years i spent i spent so many years of my life with the wrong fellas and i'm not saying anything anyone doesn't know do you know what i mean like it was well documented i've had some proper stinkers and some real bad luck with men um and I honestly believed right get on this that love had to hurt it had to you had to be so into it that it would physically hurt you sometimes and you'd constantly not know where you were at and you'd be jealous and you'd be paranoid and you'd be stressed and I thought that meant I was just really in love and weirdly it took a nugget of wisdom from none other than Liam Neeson (laughs) Not said not said it was directly. Not said it was directly. I fuck, I fucking wish. Um, no. He he said love is the only thing in the world that shouldn't hurt. It should be easy, and it should be. It should make you feel good, and at times you should have to work at it, but it should never hurt. And yeah. it just in that moment because that, that person that you're with is meant to want to protect you from that pain. They're, more, exactly. they're, they're meant to want to, you know, hold you close and not let anything happen to you. And and so for them to be the one that is causing that pain just doesn't make sense. But no. I think it's an age thing. And, I, and, I, and yeah. I would honestly say that me and Tom have had that, but we've grown, we've grown up together. You know, we've yeah. found a way to resolve each issue that we had. And so, yes. And now we go straight from one jungle queen to another. I mean, us queens will like to stick together. <laughs> so my next highlight of the year is the one and only Scarlett Patterson. Sorry, I mean Scarlett Moffat. <laughs> As we discovered on the pod, we've got a fair few things in common, Scarlett and I. Both jungle queens, both TV personalities, both from the northeast, and both in our 30s. To be honest, I totally lost my head by the end and I fucking couldn't work out who was interviewing who. <laughs> but despite that, she was a fantastic guest. Hilarious, refreshingly honest, and just a proper breath of fresh air. Exactly what we all needed in 2020. So plus we also got to discuss, is 32 young to invest in some adult nappies? The verdict? We think not. (laughs) Scarlett, thank you for being an absolute hoot and a total delight. Guys, Scarlett Moffat. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to part two of Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. I am joined by... I was going to say... Did you forget my name then? No, I was going to be like my doppelganger and then I was like, well, we t- it's not that we look alike, it's just that we always do the same jobs. We so actually I- did. To be fair, I feel like I sort of jump on your bandwagon. <laughs> I feel like you do a Sean and I'm like, oh, I'd quite like to do that as well. Can I do that? No, it's good. 
It's going to come back around on me. You, you, I, set, you, set the, you set it for us. You, like, set it up for us. Thank no, you. I am a couple years older. So. I do just stalk you. No, I've actually no. never even thought of it like that. And now that I've spoke out loud, like, I actually do just copy off you, Vicky. This is Scarlett Stop It. Because I, I actually tell... copy. No, I do. Oh, my God, no, Vicky. I've actually never realised that before until now. I'm so sorry. I can't even be me. I'm just... I am Scarlett Patterson. Stupid. I've got to wet myself. No, it's going to come. Because I'm 30 now, piss will come out. Babe, are you mad, mate? I can't even do a star jump. I'm 33. Like, what's going to happen when I have bands? R.I.P. me pelvic floor. Fucking no joke. To be fair, My... you can get quite sexy nappies now. You can get sexy adult nappies now. Good. Like, where they just so. look like normal pants. And listen, you know I'm not above promoting now. I'll be the face of tenor ladies, me. I'll happily do it at 33. Um, I no. love that. I always think those adverts where they're on the bike. Oh, yeah. I think they look really cute where they're like proper going for it on the bike and they're like not even pissing myself while I'm riding this. I'm like, yeah, go on, girl. <laughs> Just like, or am I pissing myself and I'm not bothered? <laughs> Honestly, mate, please don't even start about that because it's going to come back around. Like, I look at some of the jobs you do now and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to do that next. Like, when I saw you on the bake off, I was like, do me agent, put a call in. Scarlet's done the bake off, it's my turn next. <laughs> Next up on me highlights, guys, I was lucky enough to chat to pop sensation and my good mate, Ollie Murs on Vicky Patterson The Secret 2. So here at The Secret 2, it's not only a laugh a minute fest, it's also incredibly educational. I mean, I myself educated Mr. Murs about the meaning of tashing on and on the birth of the slut trop. After all, I was there at its conception. <laughs> not only that, but Andrew McLean also educated me on fuck off month. I thought if anyone was going to educate anyone on fuck off month, it would have been me. But no, yeah, comes little unassuming mild-mannered Andrea McLean teaching me all about fuck off month. Every day is a school day friends. <laughs> so what a revelation it was man especially from the nicest woman in the business. Literally she is the nicest woman in showbiz and it's definitely something I will be implementing in 2021. I think we could all learn a bit from Andrea McLean in the fuck off month. She's right. Sometimes we do just need to stand up for ourselves and get rid of the things, all the people in our lives that are no good for us. Life's too short, Andrea. You're right. Sorry, did you create the slut job? No, I, I was there at its birth. I was there at its yeah, conception. Yeah, you was. Because I, yeah. I swear Geordie <laughs> Shaw created that. Because I, I maybe I, maybe just in the UK, but I remember like never really hearing this term before. And then... <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, you you girls with Geordie Shaw were doing it like left, right, and centre. It was like, okay, <laughs> what's this do move? You know I, do you know what I did create? Um, I create I coined the term tashing on. Did that you was me. Really? Yeah. Do you know what? I even trademarked it in that Ollie worst two grand I've ever spent. I've never fucking used it. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, everyone convinced me. Everyone convinced tashing me, like, on. buy it, Vicky. What does it like, mean, though? Tashing on? It's like getting on with someone. Neck, yeah, necking on. Yeah, having a bit on. of a kiss. Tashing yeah. on. Okay, I get that. I'm, yeah, maybe I'll, I'm going to start using it now so you get your two grand. Right? Yeah, well, if you start using it, hopefully it'll take off and I can bring out a line of, like, cosmetics <laughs> or something, like tash on lip tint or something. What was you, why did you trademark it, thinking it was going to catch on as in, like... Because I had terrible agents and I was poorly advised as a youth. <laughs> but you were... I mean... 
September for me was called Fuck Off Month. Please tell me more about Fuck Off Month. <laughs> because it sounds like something I'll want to do. It so is. <laughs> well, basically for me, um, September is my new year. Right. Because I always kids think Kids go back to school? Kids go... You go... But I'm still in my head. I'm about... 12. So, you know, you go to school, you've gone up a year, you get a new uniform, yeah. you get a new bag. I can still <laughs> smell the new school shoes smell, you know, all of that. And I just think that's that's a great new year because <laughs> the sun is still shining. It's still quite warm. You're still feeling quite good. You just come back off holidays. You're quite refreshed. <laughs> and for me, that's when I like to write my goals about yeah. what I'd like to achieve or things I'd like to do. And, and, and you can take stock of how the year's gone so far. I never do New Year's in January. January's horrible. Why would you do it in January? It's, it's dark. It's raining. You just want to sleep and eat a lot. So <laughs> you never feel motivated in January. So for me, September is like, the fresh start and I Nick and I were talking about it you know how can what would we like to do you know for the fresh start and I was like I'd really like to just anything that doesn't serve me as in it doesn't feel good or people who be just tell them to fuck off and he was like do it babe do it so I did it was amazing I'm probably the most polite well-dressed anarchist you could ever meet but inside I may not have actually verbalized it to people but inside I was like you can fuck right off because I'm not doing that and it just felt so good felt so good only only you could feel liberated by telling people to fuck off in your head like walking around like you fuck up no you fuck up like I'd be telling everyone but no Andrew McLean just too lovely she's telling them in our head <laughs> you need to spend a day with me it was up. just as good <laughs> it was just as good do you know what I that's kind of what I'm like I don't know if you've ever heard the story I've told it once on Lucy and I don't I won't ever say who this person was but this sort of sums up what I'm what I'm like there was a person in my life at one point who really wasn't, well, I've had lots of people who weren't very nice, but this particular person, and they kind of went out of their way to make me feel really quite bad about myself. And they were staying over one time, they were staying over at my house, and they'd already, they'd been pretty horrible and making me feel bad in my own home, which is bad enough. Anyway, shitty. I went into their room to put some fresh towels down because I thought, you know, when they have a shower in the morning and all this sort of stuff, and I could feel a little pop coming. Is that like a little toot? I sat on their pillow uh -huh. and I did a little toot on their pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking brilliant. <laughs> and then I smoothed it over and I laid down those lovely fresh towels and I walked out with a big smile on my face. And then that night, knowing that this person was lying in my guest room, lying on a pillow that I had popped on, <laughs> happy, happy as anything. <laughs> Another thing that I have absolutely loved about The Secret 2 in 2020 is that it's given all of us lasses a little bit of a space and opportunity to rant about our fellas when they've been getting on wet tits. I mean, Erkan is lovely, and I'm speaking quietly because I'm not sure where he is and he has a tendency to pop up out of nowhere. Erkan? No, I think I'm safe. Lovely bit of kit, but fucking gets on me tits. Drives us up the wall. <laughs> And it was lovely to hear that the beautiful Kelly Brook was in the same boat sometimes. We're all human after all, aren't we? got your lovely man as well I mean how how did you two get on being completely like in each other's pockets for that time oh we've had what ups and downs Kel 
<laughs> I think we all have. I think we all yeah. love our partners, but I think yeah. there's definitely moments when we're like, oh my God, I want to kill you right now. <laughs> when you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. You wouldn't be human, mate, if you hadn't. Like, I've spoken to a couple of people and they've been like, oh, we've absolutely loved it. And I think, right, you're full of shit. There's definitely got to have been a moment where you've thought, just, just get out my face, just get out my yeah. face. We've all experienced it. You know, we're not meant to be cooped up in a small space with someone for sort of three, four months. Over. And undoubtedly, there's going to be fireworks sometimes. Yeah, I mean, my neighbour found Jeremy on the park bench down at the end of the road. He said, why are you sitting here? You've got a lovely <laughs> garden. And Jeremy said he was so embarrassed he didn't know what to say, but I just had to get out of the house because you were driving me mad. <laughs> oh, bless him. He didn't even sit in the garden. He actually like left the left the building. <laughs> oh my god! So I think it I went worked both ways. Yeah, I can totally empathise. Like I remember one day, and like, this was like right near the start of lockdown now, which feels like a different lifetime ago. But me and Erkan would be. From I, I like me space, I like me independence, Kel, but Erkan would literally just be like attached to us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It wouldn't matter to him. He's got a big family. He's used to being like everyone being under each other's feet. So one day I just had enough would be at each other's throats. Everything we said oh. was rubbing each other the, the wrong way. So he was on the balcony on a call. So I literally just, I just thought this is my opportunity. I walked out. I thought I'm going for a walk. I need some space. Well, he spotted us leaving the apartment from the balcony he followed us he followed us next up we have the lovely Gabby Allen now this lady has had to put up with her fair share of shite men but every time she has come out better than before and absolutely fighting breakups are horrendous there is no other way about it lasses and we've probably all experienced our fair share of heartbreak but what I love about Gabby and what I loved about this episode is that she proves that she can do us anybody can worse in your head breaking up with yeah. someone than it is by actually staying with them but then when you look back in hindsight you're like oh my god I wasted six months of my life <laughs> why didn't I this. do that sooner yeah <laughs> ridiculous but honestly I, I I think one thing like a couple of things I can take from it is that I now know there's so many things that I will not put up with anymore I would Good. rather be on my own yep. than deal with some of the shit that I've had to put up with like and um I think Obviously, public eye, social media, all that kind of stuff does put a lot of pressure on yourself. But then I think if someone is a genuinely good enough person, it shouldn't really make that much of a difference. Nah, you're right, mate. You're right. So, you're right. yeah, I've le- I feel like I've, I've just learned, 
I've had a few, I've had a, as we know, turmoil past few years, but um, I just know exactly what I deserve now and what I want and what I, sh- what, as you do as well. Like, no wonder we treat you so well now because you've been through so much shit. God, mate, honestly, like, I, it, you're so right though, like, going through the, 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 the toxic relationships, the unhealthy ones, the, the, the bad, the bad ones. I think it's it's really hard at the time to sort of take anything from it because you're just so hurt and you're too close to it all, aren't you? But like hindsight's a wonderful thing. I look back now and I'm so pleased that no relationship ever worked with any one of my exes because they weren't right. And I look at mm. the one I'm in now and I think, you know, Erkan is supportive and kind you cannot do fuck all around the house like i'm just putting that out there he's <laughs> useless it's about much use as a chocolate fucking watch but he is wonderful from a great family and i think like you know if i'd stayed with that ex right out of obligation because everybody was watching and because i didn't want to have another failed notch on my bedpost if, do you know what honestly i was so close to just staying because i thought god like i'm I can't do this again. I I can't, I can't fail again. I can't have everyone say, God, what is wrong with her? Why can't she keep a man? And honestly, if I'd stayed, I would still be miserable. So I'm so pleased. Like I, I, I did take some, I took strength from that situation and like I moved on and I'm now with the person that I think I'm meant to be with. Exactly. I think I know what most people listening will want to know. Um, and it's the secret to surviving a bad breakup. Um, I didn't want to dredge up too much of your past because I think you're, a strong, positive, confident woman who's come out the other side of some shitty relationships with some shitty people, right? That's that's my opinion on it. But I know there'll be lasses listening who have seen how you've been able to bounce back and they'll want to know your secret. So what what is your secret to surviving a bad breakup? Um, God. I know, I I've put you on the spot, mate. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like, oh, shit. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, but I did survive it. Um, I think... I just threw myself into something else. Yeah. Like I threw myself into work and and training and spending time. Like my best friend flew over from Canada mm-hmm. and spent like a, a month with me just so like just making me feel good. Um, I think what I would say is just like people just try and I said that I throw myself into things, but I also did feel it as well. Like you have to feel yeah this the sad the sadness and the grief and the hurt and the betrayal and all this kind of stuff but i also think that like you have to then just put it into something positive and make yourself feel good in other ways and have a glass of wine work out go on holiday see your mates like do things that are going to make you feel good and you don't have to explain yourself to anyone else either that's what i would say what from what Vicky Patterson says, don't have to explain yourself to anybody else. Fuck Listen, it's your else. breakup. Nobody's entitled to any sort of explanation. Like, yeah. do what makes you feel good. And in the long run, it'll be the best thing that could have happened to you because you don't ever want to be with someone that is not right for you. Speaking of fellas, Amber Gill, Love Island's first ever solo winner, assured us that you just don't bloody need one. <laughs> Say it louder for the people in the back, girl. You've got to learn to love yourself. You can be strong, sassy, successful, and incredibly happy all on your own. What a woman and what an episode that was. I think everything centers around just knowing yourself. Mm, it just does. Know, like, 
you just got annoyed. And I, it's, it's, it sounds so basic, but you'd be surprised how many people just don't. And they want to pretend to be somebody else. And they just want to, I think there's something strong about just being your authentic self. There's something really strong about it. Mate, like you're so right. And it's, you say it's so simple, but honestly, you'd be surprised how many people are still struggling to have belief in who they are, to just accept yeah. who they are. And like, we all have flaws. We're all perfectly imperfect. And that's what makes us beautiful yeah. as human beings. Yeah. But being able to walk away from someone and say, I'll be all right on my own because you don't treat me right is a fucking big flex, Amber. It is, mate. <laughs> and you did it. You did it. You don't know. I mean, I know you must get loads of DMs, but you don't know how much hope you gave women in that moment. I wonder how I many lasses walked away from their shitty fellas because of that That's moment. so good. Yes. So good. You know, when I came out, I was like, I'm so glad. Like, I was pissed off that that happened to us. Yeah. Like, I was like, for fuck's sake, why was that <laughs> the entertainment of the show? Like, so annoying. <laughs> but then when I was getting the... um the messages coming through I was like you know what I'm so glad that it happened to me mm-hmm. because if it happened to the, any of the other girls I feel like they wouldn't have reacted how I would yeah. and it wouldn't have had the strong message that is so good to put across to so many young girls that were watching yeah no um, you're right I, I had no idea what I was doing at the time I just knew what was right for me and I think that comes like I've said from me knowing myself just well I know myself I know I'm a good person I know I deserve the best yeah, if I'm not getting the best I don't want it. That's it. Say it louder for the people in the back. <laughs> Go on, yeah. Best of all, about this whole process, I have absolutely loved learning people's secret twos. They're little pearls of wisdom that make them so good at what they do and make listening to them so worthwhile. I mean, Alice living, feeling good about fitness, reminding us to just chuck out the scales and put the crazy hit workouts on hold and simply enjoy what exercise works for you. I've always said exercise should be a celebration of what your body can do, not a punishment for what you've ate. But hearing someone else echo those sentiments, someone in that field, it, it I don't know, it reassured us somehow. I loved hearing about being productive from Olivia Bourne, a woman who seems to never stop, never sleep even. (laughs) We had Ian Sterling living in the moment, actually really appreciating the moment in your life. And I'm sure he's doing a lot of that at the minute. Sneaky bastard. Fucking engaged baby on the way. Married even. Didn't tell us now. I don't know how people keep secrets. I really don't. I'm pleased he didn't tell us actually because I would have told everybody. Kelly Brook and me man feeling fabulous at 40, 50, 60, feeling fabulous at any age for that matter. I've absolutely loved interrogating these people, which sounds so seedy and so dark, but it wasn't. It was just my lovely way of getting to know them and passing on their nuggets of insight. I felt a bit like Parky, if I'm honest. Right now for one of my favourite people and one of my favourite secrets so far this year, the lovely Aaron Craskell. Now this fella has gone from working at William Hill to a Facebook Vine and YouTube sensation with over 7 million Instagram followers through his comedy content creation. He is fucking smashing it. Aaron shared his secret to building a business on social media. Hopefully this will be super useful for anyone out there who is desperate to try something new and looking for a change of field in 2021. To build a business, I'm going to say to build an Instagram or build a Facebook is consistency. Yeah. You need to post every single, like twice a day to get started. Mm-hmm. You need to be out there twice a day. I was making six videos a day when I was on Vine. Like, yeah. 
You meet, you need to, you need to post consistency, do your stories. You need to treat every follower like a friend. So engage with them, answer their uh, messages, speak to them in the comments, ask them what they're doing, ask relatable stuff. If you want your post to do well, ask it relatable in the caption, what's going to make people comment. It's, it's very pressurising being on the internet. Um, you've got to literally post every day and come up with ideas every day. I don't know how I do it, but I do because I think I'm just a little bit mentally ill. <laughs> You give such good advice there, like the secret to that's it being successful online. It is, it's consistency, and I oh, back absolutely. that. Absolutely, absolutely. Whether you are promoting yourself, whether you're yeah. um, promoting a brand, whether you yeah. are a business, whatever it is, you have to make make sure that people know what they're getting and they're getting it regularly. That's it. And finally, last but by no means least, my girl, the amazing Malin Anderson. I cannot tell you how many emails I have had from people telling me how much this episode helped them with a whole host of different things, from body image to handling grief to walking away from toxic relationships. She really is a superwoman. Very, very inspirational. Yeah, she talks about overcoming grief and how important gratitude for the small things in life has been for her in able to bounce back from the awful things that have happened to her. What have been your strategies for dealing with trauma? I, I'm going to talk to you about your secret in a bit, but I know I can't let this go. There'll be so many women listening to this who want to know how you coped. Um, I think it's really learning how to be alone, firstly. Mm-hmm. Um, the, diff- the different types of trauma, they're all different. So there's, I could speak about this for days and mm-hmm. give you different outlooks and points on each thing. But let me talk to you about grief. So let me talk to you about, for instance my mum's death um mm. so she was the closest woman in my life she was my mum and my dad and the cancer suddenly came on really quickly at the end she did have cancer her whole life and then she was clear for 15 years and the doctors didn't realize that she had stomach cancer the whole time where she was getting her right breast removed for breast cancer so she was gone within three months and that for me was like somebody ripped my heart out because I was there right until her last breath you know and to see yeah. your own mum lose her head because every day, the last week of death is like you, you, something else gets taken from them, and then they become—they're yeah. not there, they're not with it. And she didn't know who I was at the end, and uh, that was the biggest amount of trauma. I then went on and met a toxic man and became uh-huh. pregnant, mm-hmm. and so I never dealt with my mum's grief. It was one thing not. after another. Yeah. And then when my baby died, I was like, "Fuck this! What mm-hmm. the fuck?" Mm. I've just I've I've not dealt with anything so I had to take it back to square one Mm. I took it all back and I went back to basics and I went right let's go to the first issue here let's deal with this step by step I had therapy therapy was cool on and off didn't really resonate with me so I thought let me do this myself let me Mm -hmm. fix myself because no one's going to fix me Uh I had to literally sit in a living room alone and deal with my emotion and my pain I let myself cry when I wanted to cry I let myself drink if I wanted to drink, but yeah. then I took active steps into my well-being, and mm-hmm. I had to fix my environment around me, the people around me, and what was going to aid my healing process. I read a lot. I travelled every single month. Mm-hmm. I went to Bali retreats. I really—it sounds cliche—I really had to find myself yeah. because if I wasn't going to find myself, then I wasn't going to be able to live. You know, yeah. I'd be living in pain trauma victim mentality so this was this was like key make or break for me and I I remember just being alone and thinking fuck this sucks but let me push through this pain instead of me running to see a friend because I feel lonely let me sit here and be lonely Mm 
Instead of yeah. me going to alcohol and having that glass of wine to numb that bit of pain in my brain, let me sit here and read a book and feel that pain. Mm. And I say it a lot, feel that fucking pain. Don't hide from it, don't mm. run from it. Allow yourself to feel it because we're human. And that aids the recovery process. Number two was speaking about what I went through and being open yeah. about it on social media and to friends. Mm -hmm. By me speaking about it, it became reality and it became real. Because I'm not being funny. When you've lost your mum and your daughter and you've gone through all of this, it doesn't feel real. It feels like a dream. And it, you, it don't want like, it, you don't want it to feel real. You don't want to feel it. You don't want it to, man. So me speaking about it enabled me to actually feel it and relive it. And, you know, reliving things, it's, it's a fucking difficult thing to do. We don't want to feel, we feel uncomfortable with pain and change. We don't like that as humans. And, um, and that was my starting process. And from then, I just found different things that aided my journey and what worked for me. And all I can say to everybody that's listening is learn how to, to be alone and feel your pain and your emotions. Don't run from them hearing everything you've gone through and knowing that you're doing it all with not only a smile on your face but time for everybody else I think it's a proper no-brainer I want to know what your secret to bouncing back is mate my secret to bouncing back mm. is gratitude oh. um being grateful for everything that we do have every morning I'll write, write down 10 things that I have in my life whether it's a tree that's outside my house because it's a beautiful view whether it's my friends around me, whether it's the, the plate that I'm eating off of. Gratitude allows you to focus on the present moment and what you have in your life. And it takes you out of that victim mentality of what you've suffered and what the pain that you've been through. And um, it allows you to breathe and to focus on things positively. And it instantly gives you that, that boost that you need for the day. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, grateful to be alive, grateful to be here instead of thinking, oh, why have I done that? Why have I lost this? Don't have that. Don't have that money. I want to buy that. Turn it around and focus on the opposite. And I think that is a start to, to pure happiness. <laughs> oh, mate. So profound. Yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> Call me <Come>. Gandhi. <laughs> right, I know I'm biased, but I thought that was really good. <laughs> Oh God, I'm so grateful to everyone who took time to be a guest in 2020 when things were a little bit up in the air. But more so than that, I'm so grateful to all of you. I'm going to cry, I think. I'm such a funny. Thank you so much for supporting the podcast in 2020. It, I literally didn't think it would end up being what it is. I just, it was really selfishly started as something to stop me losing my mind in the middle of a global pandemic. And so far, the emails I've had, the comments I've had, the messages from all of you telling me that it's helping you and that you're learning from it and that it's just a bit of comedy relief in what has been an awful year has made me really emotional. Um, so yeah, I'm going to take a few weeks off <laughs> because I'm fucking knackered. <laughs> and after that, I will be back with a bang in 2021. So in the meantime, please go back over and listen to any you may have missed. Revisit your favourites and don't forget, as always, to tell your friends all about it. Guys, don't forget, as always, you can stay in touch with me at vickypatsonpodcast at gmail.com. And I just wanted to say one firm and final thank you. You have been amazing. 2020 not so much that can fuck right off <laughs> here is to a happier and healthier 2021 see you all then guys
When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.